I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you're listening to the Black Wedding Podcast. By Hugh I Do. Um, today we have a very special guest on the show. Miss um, Kyla Kelly. How are you today, Kyla? I am great. How are you all doing? Great. Yes. Today has been a busy day, but it's, <laughs> it's over. I feel like we say that every <laughs> week. Like every Wednesday is just a struggle to get to yes. the end of the day, but... Definitely been a struggle. Yes. But we're here. We made it. Exactly. How's your day been so far? Same thing. It's busy. I'm West Coast, so I'm I still have a lot more left in my day. So we'll we'll see how I I can end mine. (laughs) Hopefully it's on a better note than the two of us. Yes, because I feel like we're struggling today. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) So as I do generally at the top of these episodes, I kind of discuss how wedding planning's been going for me. Um, feel free to chime in if you want, <laughs> even though we're going to definitely get into all of your good juicy wedding planning and all of that. Um, let's see. But for this week, for me, been scheduling tastings. So I assumed that I was going to, you know, I took off Thursday and Friday. So mm-hmm. I figured... I would be able to kind of come in, you know, like, well, late last week, early this week, schedule some tastings, knock that out. No, everybody's booked until like the middle or the end of the month. So I'm now just scheduling random dates for tasting. So I have one next week, one possibly the week after that. But I just remembered saying this out loud that I forgot to email her back. Um, So confirm that because I had a tasting scheduled or what I thought. And then she says, oh, just kidding. I have an event planned for 350 people. Okay. Big group. Um, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And um, I have, I received another catering invoice today. So that was fun, but it needs to be tweaked. (laughs) Positive. Very oh, positive. Okay. We're okay. we're finally I think we might have a winner. Um she, exactly. <laughs> she needs to she kind of she needs to add something back on there. So mm-hmm. kind of wait for all of that to shape up and then um the catering wars just overall are just an amazing thing where the approved caterer is kind of like trying to win the business and then the other caterers don't really i mean they want to win the business but i don't think they have as much stake in it as the proof caterers so gotcha dealing with all that fun stuff and then i finished the premarital assessment yesterday yes i'll say yesterday um so that was fun and for the first time in months i went to the gym yesterday because oh yeah i saw that (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah yeah I can't be the only one. Like everyone else seems to be like going to the gym. My fiance. Exactly. My fiance, my mom, everyone's just like, I have a wedding next year. And I'm like, yeah, me too. The main attraction. (laughs) Yeah. Like, "Ah." I'll be there. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) So I'm hoping to, since nothing apparently is going to happen really this weekend, go to the gym tomorrow and, uh, start premarital counseling on Saturday. So we'll see how that goes. Yes. So, but enough about me. Let's talk about you. Yes. So start us off, Tania. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Okay. Okay. 
well. Um, many of you all don't know, but Kyla is actually getting married too, right? Yes, I am in March. We're in the six month countdown now. Wow. Ooh. Wow. It will be here before you know it. Oh, it will. It certainly <laughs> will, especially with the holidays. It's going to basically just happen after the holidays go through. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It'll be like Halloween, and then it's basically January. Then I'm getting married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bounce, bounce, bounce. <laughs> I feel like that's a good time frame to get married. You it know, is. it's not going to be too cold or, you know, too hot. But you're in the West Coast, though, right? Mm, well, see, I'm, we're from Chicago and getting married in Chicago. So March can okay. go one oh. of two different ways. Like, we oh. could be dealing with a snowstorm or we could be dealing with, you know, I've seen 70s in Chicago in March. So we, we okay. could be on either end of the spectrum or somewhere right in between. Who knows? Gotcha. Wow. wow. Wait, it's an inside wedding, though, right? Completely indoors. I do not enjoy sweating or contingency plans. So I was very <laughs> clear on wanting to be indoors for that reason. Awesome. Very good. Very good. So tell me, how did you all meet? Yeah, so we met. Um, Avery is my fiance. We met in college. Oh. So many, many oh. years ago in wow. undergrad, actually. Uh, I was a sophomore. He was a senior. He was leaving campus. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and we hit it off really well. I had actually um, changed majors. I was in meteorology and decided at the last minute to change to business. So like something completely different. Um, okay. Wow. Spotted me at this event with no black friends because I had just transferred into the College of Business. Um, and I didn't know anyone yet. And I specifically didn't know anyone black. So he came up to me and invited me out with his group of friends that night. And that's that's literally how we met. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a good story. Yes, it's a, a really good story. <laughs> <laughs> so how long were y'all dating before the proposal happened? Nine years. So wow. we, are, we are getting married just a week after our 10 year like dating anniversary. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Congratulations. That is awesome. Yes. Decade in the making. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so... So when did y'all start talking about marriage? Honestly, not for a long time. We were so young when we started dating. We were in college. Yeah. We didn't even know what careers we were going to go into. I was still trying to be yeah. a meteorologist. Clearly not doing that now. <laughs> uh, so we really didn't talk about marriage a ton until probably like four years ago when he was talking about getting his master's degree and you know, long distance relationships and all of that. And I'm like, so what, what are we doing? So I think probably about four years ago. And then two years ago, we were like, all right, I guess, yeah, we're getting there. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> and I just patiently and eventually not so patiently waited. <laughs> Interesting. Wait, so I have a quick question about that. Yeah. Um, so who brought up the topic first? Oh, for sure me. For sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 100% me. Yeah. He, he's okay. He's very much like, sure, yeah, I guess we'll get married. And right. I'm like, yeah, let's let's make this formal. Um, right. I think we definitely went through this phase where we're like, eh, lifelong partners, why not? Like, let's be Oprah and Stedman. But now we're <laughs> like, I, we see the benefit in the union and, you know, eventually mm -hmm. maybe bringing kids into it. So um, then I started to apply a little bit more clear pressure. <laughs> Gotcha. Just lightly, very lightly. 
completely understood. Um, so how did he propose? Um, so he proposed Christmas Eve of 2018. So we were living in Seattle. We currently live in Seattle. We flew home um, and he had this whole grand plan and it all fell through. I did not realize it had fallen through, but there was a miscommunication with the restaurant he had rented out um, oh. on the date. So we got to the venue and they were closed for Christmas Eve. Oh my, <laughs> oh gosh. my gosh. It was like he had literally like rented the back of it. Our friends were coming. Like it was a pretty significant issue in his plan, but he did not, you had no clue. In the moment, I had no clue that everything had just fallen through. Um, so he pivoted and figured out a new location, which is a rooftop in Chicago. They have like an outdoor igloo um, location. It was super cold. It was Christmas Eve. Um, so we went there. He proposed just in front of two of our friends who were there to do the video and the photos and all that. Um, and then went to my parents' house and had a surprise engagement party there, which oh wow, which was fun. So it was a very true to him proposal, man of very few words. I think all I heard was, are we going to do this or nah? Everything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that though. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> did y'all go ring shopping beforehand? We did not. Nope. Never talked about rings. Um, I went once with a friend who I thought was very close to getting engaged too. So we both tried on rings. So she had an idea of what I wanted, but I'm a very simple person. So it was pretty easy to guess. Um, gotcha. So we did, we actually did not go shopping beforehand. I had no clue what to expect. Well, that worked out. Yes. <laughs> I guess <Yeah>. so. <laughs> it did. I feel like you either have the two ends of the spectrum. So it's like, I don't care. Or like, you know, I, I don't need a lot, just something kind of nice, yeah. nothing too flashy. And then the other side that's like, I need something that's going to like be the center of attention. Not me, but the ring, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely on the other end of that spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Did he get your ring size right? Yes, he close to right. I'm like a quarter size, one of those quarter size people. So yeah. the one thing my friend did do that day was got my ring size when she and I Good. went. She Good. the ring size so that he didn't have to go through any of all that resizing stuff. But I did have to go down a quarter size. Okay. Which okay. is okay. stressful too because you're like, you know, in the wintertime your hands get yes really cold and then the ring feels like it's about to fall off. So it was nerve wracking. He literally asked me to put it back in the box after he proposed because he was <laughs> gonna fall off my finger. <laughs> <laughs> well now we're gonna move into your bridal party because oh that's always a fun topic to talk about <laughs> how big is your bridal party six six okay. that's a great size yes. yeah i yes. think six is good we are calling them brides folk and grooms folk not brides okay. and groomsmen mm -hmm. um, so i have six brides folk Okay. I like that. Yes. Is it a uh, like unisex bridal situation or is it, I mean. Yes. So there's, it's six women on my side, six men on his side. Okay. Yeah. So there's, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no gender mixes on either side. Yeah. Okay. I definitely thought about that later after I signed or, you know, asked everyone to be in the bridal party. I was like, hmm. If I could 
go back in time, I might have asked, like, one of my good guy friends to also stand up there, um, because, I mean... He's been there with you, like... Yeah. For everything. Exactly. So, why not? Um, (laughs) I I love that. When I see it, I I think it's great. I'm all for challenging, and we might get into this through some (laughs) of the questions, but I'm all into challenging some of the wedding traditions out there. So, yeah, I think it's... I feel you. I'm so here for that as well. (laughs) So, did your bridal party, or I'm sorry, bridal folk know each other beforehand? Um, yes. So everyone knew each other. Two are actually, um, were two women that I did not know, but were with my fiance the day he introduced himself to me. Um, oh. they were we all three of us were, I met the three of them that same day. Um, so two are from that day and then everyone else has traveled together. We, we do a trip annually. So for the most wow. part, everyone has um, met and traveled together, which is kind of good. Yes, very that's good. very good. Yes. A lot of headache that you could potentially have down the road is already eliminated because you already know how each other can handle trips and yeah. finances mm-hmm. and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Even in Their like the text thread, like people's sense of humors are different and we some people yeah. poke fun at one another. So if you don't have that background and context, you know, you never know how people yeah. like. Right. So very it's made it a lot easier from that. Good, good, awesome. good. So how did you ask your bride folk to be in your wedding? Um, so I'm a very practical person. Um, and I also am like very much into event planning. So I had started the website um, pretty early on. Um, so I basically FaceTimed each of them and said like, hey, I'm about to push the website public. Just want you to like review the different tabs and let me know if you see any typos. Let's just talk through everything. So I did one of these calls with each of them. Um, and the I do crew tab had already been complete in their picture with like a long write up for what, what I've learned from them and why they're so Aww. special to me. Um, so as they got to that tab, you know, you get to see the live reaction of like, wait, what? And then like reading the comment, which is, which was sweet to see a few of them actually cry. Um, so it was Aww. Very simple, but they I think they liked it. <laughs> oh, no, it's very personal. And I feel like that's probably very you. So yeah. uh I love that. <laughs> yes, me too. Um, so how did y'all decide on the wedding date? Um, so we were okay with a what what Chicago calls a winter wedding. Um, winter weddings end at the end of March. Um, so for any listeners that are in cities that have winters, you actually can get some cost savings by doing a winter wedding because mm-hmm. it's on peak period. Um, and for March being the end of winter, it's very unlikely that there's a snowstorm. So I was quite comfortable with the cost savings and risking maybe some snow. Mm-hmm. Um, so March was like very clearly going to be our date um, based on the pricing stuff we saw across venues. And then our actual date, which is Pi Day, uh, March 14th, yes. uh, was the only Saturday available. <laughs> so that's how we ended up with Pi Day 2020 at, at the venue that we picked. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. We will never forget your anniversary. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. it's easy. There's actually three guests whose birthdays are also that day. So really? okay. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> oh nope. man. I love that. Um, so what are your wedding colors? Um, all neutrals. I am a earth tone 
fanatic. Yeah. Um, I don't wear a lot of color. So it's all very neutral, whites, greens. Um, bridesmaids are actually wearing their um, own floor length black gown. Um, okay. And all the flowers will be, um, you know, a lot of woody colors with the whites and greens. Okay. That's going to be so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Would you say it's pretty much kind of like rustic meets industrial or what? It's exactly what's... that. It's exactly okay. that. So it's like farmhouse tables, no tablecloths, um, lots of garland, long garlands, candles, gold, um, and then in an industrial space. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Uh, I can't wait to see the picture. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I hope it turns out because, <laughs> You know, you swipe through Instagram and Pinterest and you see all these things and you put it together in your head and create your image board and you're like, I hope it ends up actually looking like that. Yes. I love that, though, especially because you don't really see a lot of, like, black brides do that. You don't. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. We're definitely going to, like looking next March like okay okay Kyla <laughs> we want to see some of these pictures <laughs> yes and so how many guests are you all inviting Ooh, sensitive topic um <laughs> I we, get it. So we come from very large families so I should start mm-hmm. by saying that um yeah. so uh, what my mom said to me when we started planning was that she and my dad had 420 people at their wedding and only 10 of those people, as morbid as this is going to sound, only 10 of those people have passed away. So she's like, think about wow. what your guest list could be if you decide to have like a proper, large, invite everyone closest to us type wedding. Um, yeah. So that scared me, to say the wow. least. Um, yeah. My dad has 16 siblings, just to put it in perspective. Oh, <laughs> oh <gosh>. my gosh. <laughs> um, so... I very quickly decided that we were going to do a very small, intimate wedding for us, which is 160. <laughs> I like which that. Not, which is not small, right, in the grand scheme of weddings. It's not tiny, but that is yeah. a tiny wedding for what we could have had, truly. Wow. wow. Wait, so this is not one of the questions, but how did you all scale back that list? Um, so yeah. we were very, we were critical about the people who one, know us, two, two things. One, if you were very pivotal in each of our upbringings individually or mm-hmm. our friendships individually, absolutely, you, we want you there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know us very much as a couple since we started dating, which is 10 years, so there's a lot of people that could have been a part of that, yeah. um, then you are absolutely invited. And then we're just being really ruthless is probably not the best word, but ruthless. <laughs> Plus ones. Um, I actually have quite a bit of family yeah. that I'm not inviting, but it, it's not, it's something that I can absolutely just find. I think people will understand knowing that we want to keep things very intimate. Um, yeah. It was, it's a challenging conversation because we also didn't want it to be all family and no friends. Like we have very good, we have a very close group of friends that we want yeah. Yeah. Are very important to us. So we balanced it pretty well. It's like 50 50 family and friends for the most part. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good though. That's a good balance. Yeah. I'm dealing with the same thing with the yeah. It seems like it's family heavy right now and yeah. And I feel like it should be friend heavy or a good mix, you know. And I think that's mix. where the who's paying conversation happens because I think a lot <laughs> yeah. of people don't have that ability when parents are paying. I'm 
I'm paying for my wedding. So <laughs> yeah. I, I can be a little bit more clear about that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think it is really hard. Um, especially Makes when it sense. comes to family. It's just such a sensitive topic and everyone's yes. being fair invited. So, mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so with a full-time job, why are you planning your own wedding? Yeah. Um, so my mom has been in wedding planning since I was a kid for the most part. Um, she's been, it's always been kind of a side hustle of hers. Mm -hmm. So have a lot of experience with watching her plan weddings um, and her obviously planning them. And I've planned a few myself um, for friends and friends of friends. So I felt like we had enough resources and just networking in Chicago as well from a vendor perspective to be able to do this without it being too heavy of a lift. Mm -hmm. um, and then my mom's business partner is going to step in month of to be like the real month of day of coordinator so that my mom can really take a back seat and enjoy the wedding. So he gotcha. he's going to step in. He's already started stepping in, but he'll really step in to do like the day of stuff. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah, which will be yes. good. I was the flower girl at his wedding, so he feels Aww. like this like has this is his calling. <laughs> yes. Aww. That's so sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you kind of mentioned it, but how has your mom influenced your wedding planning? Oh gosh. Um <laughs> she <laughs> she wished she could influence it a lot more than she has. Um my mom and I are <laughs> polar opposites. She's she's silver, I'm gold, she's <laughs> Glitz, I'm gloom. I don't know what she would call it. <laughs> um, she it, we're polar opposites. Like her, her mother of the bride dresses that she's proposed are perhaps more glamorous than my wedding dresses. <laughs> so her influence has not gotten to me yet. Um, but from a planning perspective, she's been really great because she knows how to talk to vendors. She, you know demands things that I don't think a lot of people demand up front. Um, so that part has been really great and, and influential in the actual planning aspect of it. But the vision is she just doesn't get it. She's like, I, I just don't understand why. Like, why would we have green leaves on the table? <laughs> <laughs> Does not get it, but that's fine. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> It's like, listen, mom, garland and the eucalyptus, it's in, it's what we're doing. I know. I know. <laughs> How many hours a week are you dedicating to planning? Um, I would say probably, I would say probably two hours if it's not a week where there's like a lot of stuff I'm trying to get done. I'm definitely in the lull right now, right? I have my I have my venue, which is like the big, I think a lot of times takes up the most time. Um, catering is all through the venue. So I also didn't mm -hmm. have that process like you're having of all the tasting yeah. and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think now I'm in this lull where it's like two hours of just trying to check some things off. And then I think probably three months out, it'll be more like four to five hours a week, if not a little bit more um, since we're doing all the planning ourselves. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, what vendors have you already booked? Um, what have we booked? So venue is all set up. Um, catering is a part of that, um, which for anyone who is potentially thinking about a venue where catering is part of it, demand to taste the food before you sign the contract with the venue. A lot of venues will say, 
sorry, we don't do tastings beforehand. They will do a tasting for you. So definitely try and get a tasting before because I just don't understand how people sign venues without tasting the food. So definitely recommend doing that. Um, yeah. Our venues BYOB, so we'll be bringing all the alcohol in. Um, oh, nice. Yes, very great cost savings. Um, dress I've gotten, I guess that's not really a vendor, but figured that out. Flowers, DJs, we're having two, so we've got both of those down. Photo booth is done. Um, yeah, a, a good amount. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess you kind of answer this next question, but are you going to bring on a month or a day of coordinator? Yeah, so that's going to be, yeah, yeah, that'll be my mom's business partner, which will be helpful. Um, He's a diva, but it'll it'll be (laughs) (laughs) And what vendors are the most important to you? So flowers and decor, I think, is like top for me, just because I have like a very clear aesthetic that um, yeah. most of the people who are helping me plan don't <laughs> understand. So I think the yeah. floors is, is super important for me to get that right vision. Um, catering was also huge. So I, when we tasted at the venue, I was like, if this food's not good, I love the venue, but I am 100% stepping away if the food isn't good. Um, yeah. So that was very important to me. And then I think DJ is probably our third in priority just because we have a spirited group of friends who like to party um and we want <laughs> dj to ensure that that happens good stuff <laughs> um how many black vendors are you going to use um, so my our goal I, sh- I don't know how i didn't say this kind of with the overall theme our goal is like Both of us come from families where it's truly, it takes a village, single mom home. So we're trying to bring that into an overall theme. So all of our vendors, aside from the venue, which we really were hoping we could do, um, are owned and operated by people who we know, like actual relationships we have with these folks. Um, Mm -hmm. So all of our vendors, aside from the venue, are people of color, which was very important to us. So um, who photographer, makeup, hair, um, what else am I missing? Wedding planner, got a lot of black vendors. It's a black affair. <laughs> That's what I like. Yes. Yeah, I'm missing, I'm missing a big one. What am I missing? Photographer, did I say photographer? Yeah, I mean, you, you did. photographer, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm missing something, but yes. Um, but <laughs> Your DJ? A good, a good number. <laughs> Well, I feel like the DJ is obviously black. Oh, DJ. I Thank mean, you. both DJs, both DJs. That's what I'm <laughs> Okay, quick question. Why, are you, why two DJs? Yeah, good question. So our venue is two floors. So our ceremony and cocktail Ooh. reception is on the second floor. Our re- Sorry, our ceremony and cocktail, rece- cocktail party are on the second floor. Our reception's on the third floor. And okay. we go back down to the second floor for like the party. So we want the party to be kind of like a surprise with like a real party DJ. Um, so our reception is actually going to be DJed by um, my best friend's dad, who's a house uh-huh. a Chicago house music DJ. So he'll do our reception, um, but everyone knows him. So it won't be as exciting as who's downstairs. <laughs> wow. Ooh. I like that idea. Her wedding is about to be everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
That is awesome. Uh, so how many vendors did you get inquiries from before booking any of them? Um, every vendor, ex- um, the only vendor we looked at for multiple would be the, res- the actual space, um, the venue. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the florist was another one. Um, gotcha. I was try- I was trying really, really hard to get a person of color, which is not easy in Chicago in the flower business, I've learned. I don't know wow. if it's hard everywhere, but in Chicago, it's been, I don't know, Atlanta might be, maybe it's a little easier, um, but it was sad. I know of three. Yeah. Yeah, so even <laughs> for you to say, I know three. Like, yeah. I can't even say I know one, um, which is three still isn't good. Um, so. Right. Yeah, I I tried really hard and I was so close to not going with a person of color and at the last minute I got a referral for someone um, that actually ended up being the best and like understood my vision and pricing was also competitive. So, um, wow. yeah. That is some good stuff. Yes. Okay. So how involved is your fiance in the planning? <laughs> Y'all should see the face she just made. <laughs> Not at all. He, um, I had to tell him to let his groomsmen know that they were groom folk were in the wedding before I sent the save the dates because the save the dates had the wedding website on it. And I'm like, you can't have these people going on the website, seeing their picture, and they didn't even know they were in the wedding. Exactly. (laughs) If I hadn't forced his hand, he probably wouldn't have even told his groomsmen yet. Um, So that goes to show you that he hasn't been involved at all. Um, (laughs) The DJ, he cares only about the DJ, the alcohol, typical, um, and the food. So we're going to do a second tasting so that he can taste it, um, taste the food matter at this point um and then he figured out all the djs and then him and my stepdad are doing all the alcohol orders so he'll get involved i guess here pretty soon he needs to yeah yeah <laughs> that <laughs> is no, hilarious. that's hilarious like I, what was he gonna do like have all his grooms in like hey y'all just line up up front <laughs> but i feel like with guys it's so different because it's kind of like if they're already close to him, I think they already assume like, yes. okay, well, Doug, you're doing this because chances are they knew he was going to propose. I'm just yes. assuming. Yeah. So <laughs> they're probably just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So where are you trying to go for the bachelor party? Like, exactly. we're like, we're that's that's question. all they care about. Yeah. That. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's funny though. The things he cares about that come up that I don't realize, like he's having all his groomsmen get custom suits. And I'm like, wow. How, how do you go from like, not having no opinion on what my dress looked like to wanting all your friends in custom suits? Like it's what he does care about and doesn't actually say to me, but I'm hearing tidbits that he's starting (laughs) to plan around. So (laughs) that is, it's just guys yeah it's really just guys <laughs> right <laughs> um okay and i think you also kind of hinted at this but what advantages do you have due to your previous wedding experience um well wedding planning experience when you know you're planning your own yeah i think it's the art of negotiation which i also mm-hmm. use in my core job um negotiation is very important. And I don't think people do it enough. Um, 
like these vendors, they will start you all the way up here at the top uh-huh. of the price point because they know that they they could really end up somewhere right in the middle and still be making a lot of money. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times people don't ask or probe or push further on um, with vendors, and I. I just cannot justify the cost that these vendors are charging. So I'm like very, very clear on what my price point is. And I know you could, I know you can go lower than that. So help, <laughs> help me out here. Um, I realized that today um, <laughs> when I received a catering invoice back, um, I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, the number you see is not always the the actual number mm-hmm. there is wiggle room yeah oh yeah always <laughs> never ever just sign on the dotted line always ask for something like yeah I, I redline all the contracts really closely like even small things like what about no credit card fees which saves you three percent sometimes on like a pretty big um mm-hmm. purchase and things mm-hmm. like that vendors can can cut those things down um, my wedding dress, as an example, Illinois is a state that if you ship, if you purchase it in Illinois and ship it outside of Illinois, you don't pay taxes. So oh, wow. I got, bought my dress at a boutique. It came to the boutique and I had them ship it to my friend in Indiana. And I saved, you know, Chicago's sales taxes, nine, 10%. So I saved 10% Ooh. of my dress wow. as a result just to have it shipped to a friend. And then I got it from my friend in Indiana. So things like that are, vendors can be creative if you are clear with them on needing to save and, and, and see it. Wow. A tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to come to you when I get, <laughs> when I get married. <laughs> like, Kyla, just, Please just um, go ahead and talk to these vendors for me real quick. (laughs) (laughs) So how has, um, I'm sorry, how has social media influenced your wedding planning? It's, it's hard to avoid. I mean, you, you see all these photos and videos and you, you want your wedding to look a certain way and you get inspired by a lot of what you see on social media. So Mm -hmm. I think inevitably it has influenced me. I think I'm, more recently trying to do a really good job of just saying our wedding's going to be amazing because it's not really about the wedding it's about the marriage and the people you bring into the room yeah so if the garland's not perfect if the photo booth breaks down which it won't i don't think (laughs) um if it'll the day does not change um Mm -hmm. ultimately it it will be great um and with a good photographer anything can look like it's fit for social media so yes very true that is such yeah that's an important vendor (laughs) if you want to look amazing on social media regardless of what you have a photographer is oftentimes the one that will do it seriously oh my gosh like i've seen some photos from beautiful venues Mm -hmm. and i'm Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that is not good or like engagement photos where it's like the backdrop is gorgeous your wedding photographer sucked and didn't understand the rule of thirds or like simple things you know you can't always just grab someone that has a nikon or a canon and just let them run with it Mm -hmm. unless you just really don't care what your pictures look like and then that's fine and that's fine 
Yeah. Because yeah. maybe that's not the vendor that's the priority for them. Right. So, you that's know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It could just be the dress and the venue or anything else. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who's paying for the wedding? Sure, I know you said this. you, but like, is your fiance mm-hmm. helping out as well? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess it's. <laughs> I, I guess yes, because it's it's our money um, at this point. But sure. I think he's he's focused on the the areas that he's going to be planning. He'll be paying for most of that. Uh, okay. But yeah, not not too much help from the parents, which is fine. You know, yeah. gotta do what you gotta do. And, and that's sure. more control for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because uh, I'd probably be having a much larger wedding if. Um, yeah. A much larger wedding with no flowers, and we'd be having punch and cake for, <laughs> for a dinner. Seriously. Be able to <laughs> <laughs> so, are you still in the budget that you initially set before you started planning? Um, yeah, pretty much. I'm, I set like a range, so I'm still within that range. And I'm, are you in the higher end? Definitely. Okay. <laughs> For sure, there's there's just no way, and I knew, and I knew this going into it with the experience I've had that there's really no way to not be at the high end of your budget. But right. um, I'm trying so hard not to go over, so so hard. Understandable. Hopefully, you will not <laughs> tip it over. <laughs> so, how have you cut costs during the wedding planning? Yeah, so cutting costs. Um, well, one the best way to cut costs is to cut people and everyone says that but it's real it is like Mm -hmm. it is the realest piece of advice i've gotten like (laughs) you can cost save in so many different ways but until you start cutting a plate a per person plate cost it you don't see your your budget really change all that much so definitely no kids um was a big thing for us um that helps a ton and then obviously maintaining our um criteria for who is invited to the wedding mm-hmm. and then I think so florists are interesting they you'll give a vision and if you don't have very clear flowers and greens that you want they're likely going to propose what you don't realize are the most expensive options so mm. one of my pictures um, with a florist had ruscus which is a green um, mm. And I didn't, I didn't know it was called Ruscus, and they proposed Italian Ruscus. What I didn't know is that Ruscus is grown here in the U.S., and I don't need it flown in from Italy. It's actually <laughs> half the cost, right? Like half, if not even more than half the cost. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say there's a lot of savings in floral as well. Um, eucalyptus is what everyone's showing right now, but there's actually ways to create a garland lemon leaves for the bulk under and lay eucalyptus just on top of it so that the bulk is coming from a cheaper green and then you're laying eucalyptus over it, way cheaper. Um, Mm. Some of the buds that look pretty basic are sometimes the more expensive ones. So definitely think about the flowers. Um, I just started researching on my own, like how much is X? flower and how much is Y leaf just to get a feel for what I could cross out and actually ask questions on when I got my floral proposal. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's another big cost savings. And then BYOB, BYOB venues. Um, I don't know how easy they are to come by in cities outside of Chicago, I assume maybe. Um, but you can save a lot of money with BYOB venues because one, you can get your alcohol from Costco. Yeah. Right. 
And two, any alcohol that's not used, you can return to most liquor stores, which a lot of mm-hmm. people don't realize. As long as it's still closed, you can return the liquor. Interesting. Um, so when you do a per person alcohol cost, you know, like a $25 for mid-tier bars, open bars mm-hmm. at a venue, you don't really know how much they're using and leaving um, after your, your wedding's over. So this allows you to control the cost a little bit. Very interesting. Yeah. Need to write those things down. Yeah. There was a particular venue in Atlanta that was BYOB that I was really interested in. Um, And they were already booked um, when I started to inquire in March for my date, which is fall of next year. (laughs) And this was before I was engaged. So I'm like... Okay, because I was looking forward to that. This March, they were booked for next fall. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Certain times, apparently, and I guess just in general, like the fall is the new wedding season. Yeah. So, um, but I just knew that I wanted to go ahead and kind of get the ball rolling with some of the stuff and. yeah, I mean, I love our venue. It it's personal. It it makes sense for us, but that would have been nice because now we have to use, like, we have to use the approved bar. Yeah, yeah. Got it. yeah. We can't go outside of that. So. Yeah, I mean, you definitely. I wouldn't get a venue just based on BYOB, but I would say if yeah, in between two venues and want like you're trying to figure out what's going to be the most cost effective, likely the BYOB venue will. Mm-hmm. Um, also, sorry, depends on how much alcohol your fr- friends and family consume. <laughs> I'm dealing with a special crew, so only <laughs> 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 really cost savings for me. Speaking of the bar, are y'all going to do specialty cocktails or? Yeah, so it'll be open bar um, and we will have one special i think one specialty cocktail potentially two but there's mm-hmm. we want little nods from seattle since this is kind of where we like grew our relationship um mm-hmm. so there's a bar here with a drink that we are obsessed with and we got the recipe from that bar so we're just going to yeah. recreate that as our signature Ooh, yeah love it love it we need to name it something though i figure that out what advice would you give to another bride that wants to plan her own wedding regardless if you're engaged for six months or 14 to 24 months that's how long you will be planning your wedding so keep in mind that long engagements probably feel nice because you have all this time to plan but you just end Mm -hmm. up chipping away at things and your Mm -hmm. mind is still consumed with wedding planning that entire time so i would say just be clear about your personality and what is going to be the safest for you and your mental and emotional stability. Mm-hmm. Um, if a shorter engagement means you get it off your plate um, and you can do it at a cost that you're comfortable with, I am all for a shorter engagement if you can do it. Um, and if you are fine with planning it for an extended period of time, like I'm doing, then go for it. But just know yourself in the planning process and Again, negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Do not be afraid to nickel and dime. <laughs> I, my mom is not a fan of it, but it's very important, I believe. 
and apparently effective. <laughs> Very effective. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. That was it. Did you have any other questions that just randomly mm-hmm. came? Okay. No. Mm-mm. All right. So we're going to roll into the unsolicited advice segment for any new listeners. This is just when I come up with something either I just learned or something I just decide to share with the crowd because when you get engaged, you get unsolicited advice. And I'm a, that's going to be my final question to you. <laughs> Have you received any unsolicited advice or any random tidbits that were either um, maybe they were informative or maybe it was just kind of something by the wayside? Oh, I can't. Uh, videographer, I think, is like a okay. big thing. Everyone's like, my biggest regret was that I didn't have a videographer. Um, I feel like people always say that to me. Um, I'm still on the fence about it, but I yeah, can't anything else, honestly. Okay, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Okay, so my unsolicited advice is for anybody kind of checking and looking up vendors, scroll through their Instagram, look at their website, look at their Facebook. And if you're noticing that they're posting or reposting a lot of other people's stuff, that means they don't really have the experience there. Not to say that they might not be a planner or photographer or what have you, if they're reposting these same photos over and over. So looking at their own original content, but then the content that they post overall, and if the majority of it is stuff from other people, then you might want to, well, you can proceed in multiple ways. You go with them, but like Kylo was saying, negotiate because mm-hmm. they might not be, if it's a planner, they might not be worth two, three, four, five thousand dollars or whatever they want to throw at you. Makes um, sense. Maybe they're a thousand. Maybe they're fifteen hundred because they're looking for the experience. Um, if it's a photographer, you know, maybe take them for a test run first or pitch some sort of like beneficial opportunity for both of you because they're looking for more people for their portfolio. Um, and obviously they don't have it because they've been posting the same three weddings over the last six months. (laughs) So use that to your advantage, either get them at a cheaper rate or don't go with them at all and go with someone that's a little bit more experienced. So uh, that is my unsolicited advice. (laughs) (laughs) You agree, Kyla? (laughs) That's it's a really fair point. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna move on to our black wedding vendor shout out. So, who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay, um, perfect. <laughs> this is someone who I am praying has room. <laughs> or I have room for in my budget. I don't know yet if I, (laughs) Um, but her name is Yana. Um, She goes by Yana Cello on Instagram and she is a cellist, but I love her. her, Literally her tagline on Instagram is classically trained, trapfully raised. So I am 
really hoping I can get her for the ceremony because I would love to have some amazing hip hop music played on a cello as we're walking out. Um, oh my gosh. Donatello is someone yes. to look out for. She seems awesome. Awesome. Can you spell her name out? Yes. Uh, Y-A-N-N-A-C-E-L-L-O. So Yana and then Cello. That's exactly how I figured it was spelled yes. in my head. Perfect. I'm going to follow her right now, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Do you want to go? Sure. So I am going to shout out a makeup artist. I've actually been following her for quite some time. Um, and we actually have mutual friends. Um, but her name is B Wade. Her Instagram is B-E-E-W-A-D-E-M-U-A. So B Wade Mua, but makeup artist. I just love how she does her makeup. It's not too bold. It's not too much. She's just perfect. And you she like does a good, simple, natural yes, style? Yes, yes. So definitely follow her. And if you're looking for a makeup artist, look her up. I am going to shout out. Um, <laughs> I'm generally more prepared. Um and my thing is, I'm just debating between multiple. So I'm actually going to shout out a photographer that I love. She's not um, based in Georgia, but I think she travels. Um, her name is Mo Davis, and her photography is just gorgeous, like taken out of a magazine, um, but not in that kind of weird way not weird i don't want to say that but not in that like one way that a lot of black photographers do and that's not to shape that style it's just more moody Mm -hmm. is what i hear um so like a lot of these kind of intimate shots or these moments that just kind of feel like i don't know just you you feel the emotion and you can really see kind of the love or the the fun in the room or what have you. Um, Seems like a lot of her photos are very cinematic. That's it. It's Mm -hmm. very documentarian. Um, She's based out of either Alabama or Louisiana. I can't remember, but I mean, her stuff is just so gorgeous. I told Ed, I was like, um, maybe for a renewal, we can like get her to do something or I don't know. Like I just, I just love her work. It's just really, really beautiful. And she captures black people beautifully, but I mean, she, she does everyone. And Mm -hmm. that's, I know some people are more intentional about that. Um, or they post a lot of black faces or they don't post a lot of black faces because of, you know, the clientele they're trying to appeal to, but just overall, her work is just gorgeous. So I suggest everyone, at least if you don't follow her, just go look at her page, Mo Davis Photography, M-O Davis Photography on Instagram. And I'm pretty sure that's everywhere. I think that's her website as well, MoDavisPhotography.com. So that is my vendor recommendation. This is a great show. It was. Thank Your you dad so would much. love how short it was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Kyla, usually our 
podcasts are like two hours long, but you know, after all the editing and stuff, you know, it you know it comes down to like maybe a little over an hour. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've done well today. Good stuff. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today, especially because you're all the way over there. We're all the way over here. <laughs> coordinating the times and whatnot, but we definitely, you know, after the wedding planning is settled and you're married, please definitely come back. Tell us how it was. Or, yeah, absolutely. And share photos with us the whole time. Yeah, like, like we want to see it all. <laughs> we, I will definitely be sharing and our, I, yeah, Instagram and all that. We'll make sure we, yeah, definitely, definitely. Perfect. So Tania, Close us out. Well, you can find us on Hue I Do Wed on IG. And that's H-U-E I Do Wed. W-E-D. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also find us on Twitter. And please email us at HueIDoWed at gmail.com. Um, Kyla, do you want people to follow you anywhere? Sure. You can find me at uh, <laughs> Kyla Kelly on Instagram. K-Y-L-A-K-E-L-L-Y. Easy peasy. Do you want to like shout out your personal page or? Sure. Okay. It's me. It's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram at Belsori, and that's B E L S O U R I. That's on Instagram and also on Twitter, although I'm never on Twitter, but you can follow me. She posts like once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's literally one tweet. Um, <laughs> Shady. (laughs) (laughs) I am on Instagram at so, S-O, period, actually. Um, And then on Twitter at A-S, wait, nope. I always do this. I never know what my Twitter name is. I am at sign S-H-L-E underscore G-H. Okay. One day I'll have the same username for both um just for right now i don't and uh yeah please if you're listening rate review comment follow us do all of the things um tell a friend because i'm very proud of our listenership so far but <laughs> i feel like more people would really be into the podcast if they actually knew about it right yeah and uh so we are want to work on that yes um but in the meantime thank you for listening and we appreciate y'all yes and thank you so much again for coming on the show kyla thank you all this is awesome we gotta have more of these conversations amongst us black friends yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) it's not all donut walls and (laughs) someone definitely asked me if i was having a donut wall and i was like no. <laughs> I don't even like donuts. Anyways, we see y'all next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.